Am I in an alternate reality? Am I in an alternate reality? A close encounter of the disturbed kind and robot replacements among us. This is Dead Rabbit Radio. Okay, it's 10.30 at night. On a Friday night? It's like being in high school again. Actually, no, it's not fair because I was actually out with a couple friends and that's why I'm recording this so late. So it's not like being in high school again. I remember when X-Files first came out, I was in, um, I think I was a junior or a senior in high school. I was so excited. That show was like totally right at my alley. I'm sure you're a fan of it too if you're listening to this podcast. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, you know, there's probably, definitely, I remember at the time thinking, there's a, there's a reason why they put this on Friday night. Because of people like me who have n- no s- real social life that we go out on Friday nights. I had friends, but it wasn't something, yo, it's Friday night, we have to go cruising and all that stuff. Um, so for us, for us nerdy types, we stayed home and watched uh, X-Files. Ah, I loved that show. But I think I fell off around the same time everyone else fell off. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I think I'm in an alternate universe. I think I have personally fallen into an alternate reality. Now there's a thing, we'll probably dedicate a whole episode to it. I probably won't do it tonight, but uh, there's a thing that's called the Mandela effect. And what that is, is it is things that you remember, you swear up and down that it is one thing, and it turns out that you're wrong. And not just you're wrong, but millions and millions of other people are wrong. The best example of this, even though it's called the Mandela Effect, is not really... So there's a disagreement over when Nelson Mandela died. Some people think that they have vivid memories. He died in the 80s in jail. And then other people go, no, 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 he um, just died a couple years ago. And I don't think that's a very... Most people aren't aware of current events they get those mixed up um i was never really um, following the news coming out of south africa so i mean I, I don't know one way or the other i do have a vague memory of the tank running over the guy in tiananmen square but that didn't happen apparently that didn't happen i think the clearest example though is mandela effect the what really brought it to my attention was that growing up there was a series of books called the bernstein bears and it was B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, Bernstein. And when a couple years ago, when I first found out about this theory that a, a large chunk of the population has been shifted into an alternate reality, it turns out those books are the Bernstein Bears, B-E-R B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. And I know for a fact that it wasn't, it wasn't spelled that way. It wasn't the Bernstein Bears. It was the Bernstein Bears. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that those books were titled something different. And it got to the point where a family member of the people who wrote it, like the aunt or the uncle or niece or something, from the Bernstein family came out and said, no, the books were always titled that. That's been our family name. It's never been spelled any differently. And people will like go and find like there's an old tv guide listing for the Berenstein bears and they hold it up as evidence 
I remember it vividly being Berenstain. I think if it was Berenstain, if spelt like a stain, I think there would have been a lot of poop stain jokes because you know we were kids and we would have come up with any reason. But I just that just doesn't look right. It doesn't sound right. But then there's other stuff with the Mandela effect, like you know, in Empire Strikes Back, Luke. It's Darth Vader doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says, um, I think it's, yes, I am your father. And that is accurate. Luke, I am your father came from parodies of that field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. I think the actual line is, if you, they build it, you will, he will come or something like that. So I understand stuff gets forgotten. Stuff, does, you know, New Zealand moves around on the map and things like that. Now, you know, so facts will be repeated. And then especially like... You can hear a parody of George W. Bush. You can hear like someone parodying him. And that's really, you hear that more than the actual George Bush. So then when you hear the real George Bush, you're like, oh, that's weird. It doesn't sound like him. So that, I think that has to do with a lot of the Mandela effect. However, the people try to convince me that C-3PO had a metal leg this whole time or a silver leg. And I absolutely do not remember. I was obsessed with those movies as a kid that he had a gold leg. But again, the argument is most of us um, had our interactions with C-3PO through the toy, and I guess the toy had a yellow leg. I don't know. Now when I see photos of him with the clear silver leg, it's super bizarre to me. And what's weird is I think as a kid, as imaginative as I was, I, what if, I think it's cooler that he has a silver leg because it means he's more like a cobbled-together robot. And I just don't remember him having a silver leg, and I don't remember the Berenstain Bears. And I've done looked into a ton of Mandela Effect stuff, and those are really the only two that I'm like, I absolutely know those aren't true. The other ones, um, you know what, I, I really don't have to do a whole episode on it, because that kind of explains a lot of it. What the theory is, is that there was some sort of huge cataclysm, and a good chunk of the population shifted from one reality into this reality. So there was a reality where the books were the Berenstain Bears. Then we got shifted over to the Berenstain universe. Then other people go, Fruit Loops used to be spelled like fruit, like F-R-U-I-T Loops. And I'm like, I don't know. I never ate Fruit Loops. So I don't know. But to me, that seems more just like a mistake. Unless you were like a Fruit Loops fanatic. I grew up on Star Wars and Berenstain Bears. I mean, I guess if you ate Fruit Loops every day, but I didn't. So... Anyways, the idea is with the CERN, with that big super collider being activated, it shifted a bunch of people into this reality. Or um, it has something to do with the idea of quantum suicide, where if you kill yourself, you don't actually die. You just shift in a reality where uh, you're still alive. And not just if you kill yourself, but if you die in any way, you just shift in a reality where you're still alive. Which is an interesting concept. It begs the question, though, what if you're 98 years old? Do you just keep shifting until you're, you turn to dust? Or are you, you do we only perceive you as being 38 and you, you shift? Or what if you're paralyzed from the neck down and you die? Are you, do you then shift to a reality where you're still paralyzed from the neck down and then you die and you shift to another? I mean, like, so if you get paralyzed, are you paralyzed forever? Like, so there's some issues with quantum suicide that need to be worked out. but Or quantum death. Because you can't experience the idea of quantum death is you can't experience a reality. You a reality doesn't li- exist unless you experience, and you can't. I don't know. I don't know. It's ten thirty at night. But anyways, basically, so uh, we all shifted into this reality. 
because of a massive nuclear war and because you don't really die, you just shift into a reality where you still exist. Or CERN Super Collider. Those are the two most popular theories with Mandela. The reason... The Mandela Effect. The reason why I'm bringing this up. So there were three things that I remember. Two things I was taught wrong as a child. One was that when I went to school... It wasn't the 1950s, but it was weird. The Venus... There was life on the planet Venus. It was like a giant greenhouse. Like underneath the clouds, it was like tropical, tropical jungles. That's what I was taught. I remember having a really old encyclopedia set from like the 50s. And that was in there. And I always wondered when people are like, is there a life in space? Like, should we go to Mars? I, I, I would tell people, why don't we just go to Venus? We know there are plants there. And people would just look at me and never, nobody ever corrected me. I was a kid. I mean, I was probably, but I was saying that until like, I was like 15 years old. I'd be like, why don't we just go to Venus? There's like plants there. And then one time I started to think about it. No one ever corrected me. And one day I was thinking, I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, how can there, there, that can't be true because we would just send it stuff there. And then I went and I read up on it and they said, yeah, back in the fifties, because it had the cloud cover, people assume it might've even been earlier than the fifties, but people assume Venus had life because it has like cloud cover. And they, but it turns out it's just like a arid wasteland as far as we can tell. I also remember being told that, and I think it was the same encyclopedia set, that whales, and I believe the Venus thing, this one I really didn't believe, but that whales live to be 500 years old, and I remember it said in the encyclopedia, the whale you see today may have seen Christopher Columbus discover America. And I remember like, that's not true, that's absolutely not true, and I went to my dad, I was like, dad, do whales live to be 500 years old? He's like, no, no. I don't know why he never corrected me on Venus, but... Here's another thing, though, that I always heard as a kid, and I feel like I've shifted into a reality where it's no longer true. When I was a kid, people took showers every day. Every two days, at the most. But generally, a person who had any sort of, doing any sort of labor, any sort of work, would take a shower every day. And then as I got older, um, I people would be like, oh, well, I take a shower every day, but I only wash my hair every other day, mostly women. Say so I only wash my hair every other day because it washes out minerals. I think they're just being lazy because they have a lot of hair, but that's neither here nor there. In, and so that's been the pretty constant. In the past, I don't know, couple months, I've had multiple people tell me they only shower once every three days minimum sometimes a week and it's they're like yeah no it's totally fine it's totally acceptable multiple people across all sorts of spectrums ah, i shower every couple days once a week and when i go no you're joking they're like oh no no seriously i think i've shifted into a universe where people don't shower every day i think the universe that i was originally in it was common courtesy for both yourself and other people around you to shower every day. Now, what's interesting is, so I'm around people who don't shower as often, but it's not like people are smellier. So maybe in this universe, people don't, they have evolved, or they don't take showers every day because their bodies don't smell as weird? I don't know, I don't know. I don't feel, I feel gross if I don't shower every day. And if I don't shower, I feel really like... Ugh, I feel really self-conscious. I'm like, oh, people can probably tell I didn't shower. Look. And then other people... Now, apparently, I'm the freak. I'm the elephant man of the shower universe. I'm the guy 
who needs to like get clean. I get this dirt off of me and other people are like, oh yeah, no. I can't, the idea of going a week without a shower, I think the only time I've ever done that when I was severely depressed or like super sick. And even then I'd say, I think there was probably a time, I have to say there's probably a time in my life where I was too depressed to shower. I give that a week. And then even being super sick, I probably took a shower after like three or four days because I just felt so gross. My question to you, I need a name for you guys. What should I call it? If I'm, this is the rabbit radio. We'll call you, I don't know, the rabbit league. Um, the, I don't know. We'll figure out something. The dead rabbits. Nah, maybe rabbit league. Anyways, my question to you is, do, how often do you shower? I want to know. And you can email me the answer at uh, basque5150 at gmail.com. That's basque5150 basque at gmail.com. That's my personal email address. I don't feel like setting up a business email address because I know I'll never check it. Yeah, send me an email. No more weird emails. Send me an email about how often you shower. Okay, that's a weird email, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm curious. Am I the only one? Am I the lone survivor of this great purge? I'm I'm in the only you know I'm the only I'm the only like sh- I knew, um nah never mind I can't think of anything funny okay so the next thing we're gonna talk about is I see this is episode seven it's already been featured on you know what I'm getting ahead of the punch so here hold on because sorry about that I had a sneeze I don't like doing edits but that one was required okay so I'm gonna draw i'm going to paint a mental picture for you man is driving down a road all by himself late at night late you know late enough and he sees a ufo scary enough what's interesting about this ufo is that it has descended from the sky and is cruising down the road in front of him, going a cool 65 miles an hour, humming by in the night. So our driver, who has now been put in this position of following a vehicle from another planet, decides to pull up to it, see if he can finally, with his own eyes, have proof that aliens are visiting us. He begins following them. You can barely see if there's any aliens in there, but he's following them. He pulls up alongside of them, looking inside. Can't really see. Nothing looks too human. The vehicle's not of this world, though. That's He's sure of that. His first instinct... Is to tell the aliens to go back where they came from. He's shouting it from his window. Go back where you came from. Begins making, shaking his fist at them. It's the only way that maybe the aliens will understand that he's angry and that they need to leave. He's pulling in front of them, almost trying to take the UFO off of the road so maybe it'll soar back into the sky and humanity will be saved. Lights begin flashing. Our hero is getting a little scared now. These lights are coming seemingly from nowhere. They're not emanating from 
the extraterrestrial vehicle, but from all around them. Red, blue, red, blue, red, blue. Police car pulls up behind both our hero, our reluctant hero, and the alien vehicle. The alien vehicle was a Plymouth Prowler, and our hero, James Bushart, was smoking meth. And he pulled up behind this vehicle that he thought was futuristic and began to drive alongside them, threatening them, telling them, demanding that the aliens take their spaceship back to where they came from. He was arrested with um, disorderly conduct and the meth. Case closed. Or is it? So I'm reading this article and I'm laughing at this story. Ho, ho, ho. And then I get to this quote from the driver of the Plymouth Prowler. This is the exact, I'm going to read this paragraph. This is the exact quote. So the lead into it says, Bushard is also accused of making threatening gestures. That's the lead into this quote. Here's the actual quote. That was my biggest problem with what was going on was how upset he was. I guess in reference to the vehicle was the only thing I could think. I was a little upset about that mostly because I also had a passenger with me that was concerned for her safety as well. Unquote. That motherfucker's an alien. That is how an alien would talk to a human. No human is going to say, that was my biggest problem with what was going on was how upset he was. I guess in reference to the vehicle was the only thing I could think. That doesn't even... That's a ro- that's a robot, dude. That is an alien. Humans don't talk like that. I was a little upset about that mostly because I also had a passenger with me that was concerned for her safety as well. The dude's a robot or an alien or an alien robot. Th- that I, this is my conspiracy now. James Bushart was probably doing meth. Let's let's meet him in the middle. He's doing meth. He sees a spaceship. It comes down to Earth and transforms into a car. This meth addict is now telling him to go back home. The only way the aliens, they have two choices. They can fly away in their ship and then abandon the mission they're on. Or they can involve the Earth authorities to get him off of their back. Possibly. And then when the cops come to talk to him, that was my biggest problem with what was going on was how upset he was. People do not. People do not talk like that. I'll even go a step further. What if James Bushart was not a meth addict? What if he was an upstanding citizen who was driving on the road and the aliens put the meth in his car and then used some sort of alien technology to make him seem like he was on meth? He did say um, that that James Bushart said he was a very big deal and had 100,000 Asian flowers, which doesn't make sense to you and I, but... That could be due to some sort of language scrambling from the alien meth machine. I'm just throwing it out there. Not saying that's what happened. Far be it from me to assume that aliens are hiding meth in people's cars. But that's probably what happened. Last off... Oh, we're at 19 minutes now. You know what? This one will be quick because unfortunately I'm going to have to put the link... 
I wanted to cover this, but it's a, a picture you have to look at. So I'm just going to mention it real quick. You go ahead and look at it. I'll put the link in the description. We're on iTunes now. I'm sure you guys have found us on iTunes, but um, I'm still trying to figure out how to get the links on there. Um, right now, the links will be at our deadrabbit.com. So if you go to deadrabbit.com and look at the episode, this one will be titled... I don't know, something about showering. But anyways, I'm going to put up this link. The headline, Has Meghan Markle been replaced by a robot? Weird video provides proof. This was an article that I saw the headline. I laughed. I have to see it. It is creepy. She is either been replaced by a robot, is incredibly high, or is suffering some sort of stroke in this small footage. And first off, you're going to see like a GIF. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's fake. That's so fake. Like someone went in and messed with her eyes and the way. And then they actually show a clip from the Britain's Got Talent episode. Not a single muscle in her face moves for 25 seconds, except for her eyes. It's terrifying the way that it looks. It looks so fake. So um, I'll put the link up. If um, you want, if you can't get the link, just Google has Megan has Megan Markle been replaced by a robot? Weird video provides proof. Watch it; it's totally creepy. Um, there's also something about Melania Trump being replaced by a robot. I'm gonna look into that. We'll get back to that. I hope you guys had fun this week. Uh, we're finally on iTunes. We're getting in all the podcast areas. Next week is going to be our first full week. We've been doing an episode a day, but on Monday and Tuesday, we were still in the process of getting some stuff set up. Um, I'm going to take the weekend off, and as long as the world doesn't blow up, get invaded by aliens, or I don't get shifted into another universe, I will be here on Monday. My name is Jason Carpenter, and thanks for listening to Dead Rabbit Radio. <laughs> <laughs>